Simplified Chaos, episode 176. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Sorry, everybody. Um, Hey, (laughs) this is Jillian, one of your fabulous hosts, and I'm with my co-host and crazy-ass husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? (laughs) Hope you all are having an amazing week. We got a great episode here for you today, as always. Jilly, we're simplifying stuff still on Simplified Chaos. (laughs) What's What's up next in our simplification series? Simplification. I feel like we should make a jingle. Um, I have no ideas at the moment, <laughs> but I'm going to work on it. Um, but we do have a good idea for this episode. <laughs> we do. And our community and audience kind of helped direct the conversation tonight. We're yes, talking, thank you all. We're talking about clothes and laundry. Simplifying clothing and laundry. Because they go hand in hand. I like talking about this stuff. Because we just did it. We just did some more stuff. We did. More simplification. It's always Just when we thought we could simplify, we simplify even more. Just when we thought we couldn't simplify? That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Can you stop staring at me like that? Sorry. Thanks. Anyways, before we dive into today's episode, we love to show a little gratitude at the beginning. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for this week? Uh, I'm going to have to go back to this weekend um way back two days ago (laughs) way back (laughs) my brain can only hold so much information well i guess it's because i've been posting about it on instagram just because it's just one of those amazing reminders of how blissful it is when you have an open slate and like a lot of time no restraints no schedule to adhere to to just do what feels right do what you value and the whole reason Mm. a big reason why we moved to this area was to enjoy the nature scene the hikes the parks and we got to explore a new park and it was so glorious. And one of our neighbors came to and their little boy who I was nannying for quite some time. And we just had this like wandering session on the trail that was just so rad. And the weather was like on point, the leaves changing colors, like this area in fall time is just magnificent. I'm like in all of in all of it every time I'm like walking or driving somewhere, I guess just because we're immersed in this area. Whereas where we before, it was just very like developed and not as much trees like this sort you know back where we were there's like hiking trails and stuff like that but not like you're in a park that's like surrounded by yeah suburban yeah everything yeah it was just you know a lot of stuff there's room to breathe around here there is and i'm very grateful for this area and that day was it just unfolded beautifully you know when i say it was beautiful it was beautiful like it Sometimes plans don't go as they were supposed to go, but I feel like our plan was basically to go hike with friends, to go to Ragged Branch and have like whiskey cocktail afterwards, yep. and then to come home. And that's pretty much how the day came and went. And Lucille was a rock star, and the weather was gorgeous, and you know the company is outstanding as always. So yeah, Sunday was a really good fun yeah. day. And it ended it with some. Uh sauteed shrimp 
always yeah. a great ending. Yeah. Wegmans. Fantastic. Some really good fresh caught shrimp. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Mm, yeah. But what about you? So similar. I And I wrote this down. So you, we did not cheat. I wrote value filled days. Mm. And Sunday was certainly a value filled day. And you kind of just went into it. So I won't bore anybody or repeat what you just said. But yes, it was an awesome day with the hiking, with the Ragged Branch and meeting meeting just an awesome person at Ragged Branch and we got to learn a little bit about them. They live the this person lives about ninety minutes south of us in, in Farmville. We was just talking about how we seem to fit in the area, which I thought was pretty cool. It's cause you're you've got a pretty gnarly rugged beard right now. Yeah. He's probably like, Yeah, you're totally in farmland he's like, right I, now. He's like, I would have had no idea you guys were from Baltimore. He's like <laughs> Sweet. I was like, I love Baltimore, but it's also cool to know that I'm uh, a chameleon. Mm. Fitting in down here. Evolving and growing. That's right. All right, Jilly. So we're back on the simplification again. We're talking clothing and laundry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. Me too. And what's funny is that we don't really talk about shopping often, but we had a pretty epic <clears throat> Saturday. We shopping did. together. because, And I think what made it so epic, not only did we have a mission of like what we wanted to accomplish... Like these are the thing, the items we want to replace and renew in our wardrobe, but also because we dropped off Lucille at one of our neighbor's house and and had the time to ourselves to just stay laser focused yes. and like get the job done and then get out. Yes. <laughs> so it was. It like, wasn't necessarily an in and out job, but it it was, it was pretty close. It was fun. I it haven't was. shopped with just you in a really long time for clothes. Well, that's because I usually don't shop. Exactly. Yeah. So I know we never talk about shopping and like buying clothes but saturday was a pretty nice little day with you i we got coffee afterwards it was like this little day date yeah of just so it was an epic weekend it was a value-filled weekend it was yeah yeah but anyways yeah so we did a little purging before we went on this little shopping venture and and really the shopping venture was more for me i I told joe i was like i need to to get some clothes because i have two flannels that For some reason on my left arm, right where my elbow is, I have managed to put holes in in both of those flannels. Now, these flannels are probably six years old, maybe five years old. I don't know, but they got good use. I I wore them often, and and it's probably why there's holes in the elbow. Do you move your left arm more than your right arm? Do you do like flamboyant gestures? I may lean on it a little bit. I I think, you know, that's that's the the perch arm, you know? Oh. putting the vibe out there okay. Thinking the, man. yeah yeah gotcha so i think that's probably what it was but yeah i was just like well i need to replace those flannels and that's really what my mission was and then maybe getting a couple of like thermal shirts um uh, which was the mission was accomplished i found three nice flannels and a, and a thermal shirt like anything else i don't think i did and i got you a hat you did yeah a baseball hat and i was yeah. so excited because yeah. i I, I, I was telling you on the way home because I bought, I wasn't really looking to get anything, but I bought a pair of jeans. So I was looking at purging a pair of jeans that I just kept having to like, I love the way they fit on the legs, but I kept having to like pull them up because they would just keep going down like the waistband and it was just kind of annoying. Mm. And I'm like, I finally need to get rid of them. So when I found a pair at Old Navy, I was like really giddy. And then when you were trying, when you were, when we were at Madewell, which I just discovered when I was talking to somebody. I'm like, I wonder why it's called Madewell. I'm, and I was telling her, I'm like, yeah, they're all like organic, 100% cotton. They're all made really well. And I was like, oh, I just get why it's called Madewell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Duh. Um, 
But yeah, I was just telling another mom friend how my wardrobe is pretty simple these days and how I do rock hats, but I don't have a lot of them. I like rewear the same hats oh, yeah. over and over again. So when I found that that hat hit perfect, fit perfectly the way like I like them to fit, I was really excited. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, but you know what what made this interesting and why this is such a good topic for us to to really dive into is because we have been simplifying clothes over the last 6 years or so and like I said, shopping is a rarity for me at least. And, and pretty much you now at this yeah. point too, like we've, we've really cut down on that, but really we've, we've managed to build ourselves wardrobes or, or whatever that have been very easy for us to, to manage and maintain. And there's a lot of actual thought that goes into it. It, it may seem like it's, there's no thought at, at all when it comes to clothes. Sometimes people are just like, I like the way this looks and they're, they're buying it, or I like the way this fits me and I'm buying it. But like, for me, it's like, I've got my staples, but I, I realized that I had, I was still holding on to work clothes. Like I was going into the office mm. and it was time to get rid of those. So I got rid of probably six dress shirts. I still have two to go into the office. When, whenever I have to go into the office, I still have a full suit and I have a sports coat and I have a pair of slacks, but like, that's it for like the, the work department. I've got a couple of logoed, uh, shirts from, from my company, which I will wear also. But I mean, that's all I really needed. I held on to it for two years yeah. when I probably could have let it go a while ago, but you know, things had to leave to make space for the, the new stuff coming in. Yeah. And I think that's a big struggle. I mean, I had that struggle and I'm sure if many other people can resonate, but I think we all say focus on the now, focus on the present. I think that involves our wardrobe as well. And it's so hard to do that. You keep like, we keep looking at the past and thinking like, oh, this meant so much to me at one point, or I wore it so much in that season of life. And we hold on to it because we remember the great memories that we had with those things. Or we think about our future self. I might wear that one day. Like I might go back in the office or I might need that really fancy dress for this elaborate occasion that I'm probably never going to go to, <laughs> but I'm dreaming of it. So I think focusing on the now with our wardrobe has really helped us like surrender and let go of all the clothes that we were holding onto for various reasons and just focus on the season of life, what's going to fill me up, what's going to make life easier. And then when your wardrobe's easier your laundry game is easier mm -hmm. because the less items you own, the less items you have to take care of, which to me, it's like before thinking about laundry routines or anything like that, it's like simplify the wardrobe first. It starts, and with, the, it starts with the clothes. The laundry situation, it just gets so much easier to maintain and find your unique rhythm for what makes sense to you. So yeah, I kind of had, I wrote down some revelations and maybe we can be good like conversation starters on just like, how we've been simplifying our wardrobe and maybe you can add to it or yeah no i've got some things too so cool. maybe maybe we have some overlap here nice jillian and i do know planning collaboration at the beginning it's just kind of like we all we both think of like we talk about the topic and then we're just like we're just going to come to the table with whatever happens so hopefully this happens organically so yeah, yeah let's have a conversation cool all right well some clothing revelations that i've had since simplifying it is it that i think when you finally identify and know your color palette and mm. your style and you own that shit and you're confident in it, it's like so much easier to let go of all the other stuff. And it's easier to shop too because you're like, like for me, it's like, I, I, I love black. I love 
greens. I love neutral colors and that's usually what I stick to. And it's since getting rid of so many other bright colors that I'm sure it was fun buying them. And I thought all oh, variety is the spice of life. For me in my wardrobe, I rarely wore them and they just took up space. And it was just like a struggle to like figure out what am I gonna wear in the morning? And then I would try it on and be like, no, I don't like this. So I think once you know for sure and you curate like your your specific unique style which works for you and the colors that you rock all the time, I think it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, it's being very mindful of, of those things. Like number one, like you said, color palette for me, it's neutral colors. I, I like blacks, grays, blues, and greens are kind of my, my go-to. And when I look at my wardrobe now, that's really all I have. I have maybe one red shirt, two and one red tank top, reddish, but everything else is falls into those four categories right there. So for me, it made going shopping very easy knowing that that's my color palette. So I went out on a mission to find two flannels i ended up coming back with three and that's fine with me you know that it fits within the color palette but the other thing that i had to find was comfort and size um on this new carnivore lifestyle that i'm living i've i've lost a lot of uh fat weight and so now I'm, I'm down about 15 pounds and and a lot of it's just body shape that has changed for me and so i've had to get a, you know, my waist is shrunk, so I had to get smaller pants. And now I need, I'm, I went from a size large to a size medium. So there are things that are being replaced and I'm fine with letting go of the, the larger sizes. Like it's a, it's motivation to keep doing what I'm doing, but B like, this is where I'm at right now. If things changes in the future, then, you know, we'll, we'll make those changes again. But again, I don't go shopping monthly, weekly, even like, half a year. I, I may go shopping like once a year and or, or once every other year for, for clothes. And I think it keeps you on a mission when you do shop to just shop very intentionally and yep. make sure like for us, quality over quantity, like we'll uh, transparent, like at Madewell, their clothings are pretty expensive. Like the flannel shirt that Nick bought was $90 and it was made really, really well. And we will find like the testimony. Time will tell, Yeah, Shelley. that's the thing too. And I'm just saying like the truth will come out in the wear and we'll find out. Is this a company that, you know, we would rock again? We would pay that much money. Right. But we don't shop mindlessly anymore. I used to have a horrible habit and now I don't. So we we do like, we shell out good money if we think it's, it's going to be worth it. And um, that's another reason which makes us buy less is because... I'm not dropping that kind of money all the time. No, it's like, no, no, no. And, and you know, it's funny. We started at Old Navy and I could have settled for some things. But for me, I, ju I just didn't want to. Like I, I, I picked up a couple T-shirts that I was eyeing up and just it didn't feel like the quality that I wanted. I felt like, you know, yeah. after a couple washes that it's just going to lose its shape and whatnot. So I forewent that, although I'm wearing an old Navy shirt right now that has kept its shape very well. It's a thermal and I really do like the thermals and they have one, some that are going to be on sale soon. So I took note of the sizes and I'll probably order them <laughs> when they do and go on sale. I just needed to make sure I had the right size. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm done for the year, except for maybe another pair of, uh, of jeans. Well, I think you brought up another great point is just not settling. In the past, I think I wouldn't look and think as long 
as I do now about the style, about the fit, about comfort. But ever since being a mom, it's like I want to feel sexy and I want to be comfortable both at the same time. So I made up that rule that if it's not 100% sexy and 100% comfortable, like I'm leaving it there and being ruthless about that rule because Mm -hmm. I feel like if I want to feel 100% in my day, I want the clothes to, to like embrace that and give me like I know inside like our energy is what is displayed and I want my clothes to reflect my energy and like add to that throughout the day. So I think not settling for how you want to feel every day is important in your clothes as well. I think they can enhance that or they can bring you down in a way. Um, Yeah. Okay. Something else that I've kind of had this revelation with simplifying clothing is that sentimental items take up space and they don't have any life anymore. So I just need to let them be free. Yeah. I've been holding on to a lot of old t-shirts, things that I don't wear, but I just think of like, oh my gosh, my mom gave me this t-shirt. It was like a band she used to listen to. And there's some other things that are just falling apart that maybe I, like a college shirts that I used to rock all the time when I would go to the gym and like work out with everybody and all my teammates. And I just think about those days, but they literally just sit in there and they just take up space. And I'm just like, why am I holding myself back from like, I can still talk about these memories without having the t-shirt. Like I can still reminisce and sure. do all these things. So there is a couple things that I've been holding on to that I finally let go. And it feels really good. Like I think timing is everything too. Like when the time feels right, you're like, I'm okay letting these go. Like I'm at that point now where we've been simplifying our wardrobe for what, five five years now. It's just like the that habit has gotten a little bit stronger. And it's not like I'm not, holding on to memory like I can still have the memories but not own the stuff um so it felt good to just let them be free finally instead of keeping them stuffed in my drawer where they can't breathe or get any light or daylight like I was like that's kind of sad when you think about it yeah I'm I'm the the same way with like just jerseys like softball jerseys or whatever they got your last name on it it's just like yeah you know this is this is mine this is who I am Mm -hmm. and and you know for me it's just like yeah I'm not not playing that anymore I'm not even in Maryland I'm not on that team anymore so, yeah, I mean, to me, that gets thrown in the garbage. Like, it's not going to Goodwill. I don't want anybody with my last name out there roaming around. It could be a fun story. Or, Jersey or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I have no problem throwing things out. Like, if it's served its purpose and it doesn't, it, it can't be, you know, moved on to somebody else. You know, when we take a lot of our stuff to, to Goodwill or there's some other organizations that, you know, that are for low-income folks who are looking for professional jobs and just can't afford like you know to go get a suit or, or whatever like we'll, we'll take stuff to to those organizations we'll do purple heart and whatnot but at the same time i'm also very ruthless like with clothes and if they don't fit right if they're not you know the right uh fabric anymore that i that i prefer to wear then yeah it's going in the garbage yeah it's, it's going away but a thankful you know thanking it for its uh its service right. on the way out and then gone. See ya. Well, it's funny you said that because I had a, the revelation how ever since we read the Marie Kondo book yeah. and we watched the documentary, um, I feel like that simplified the way that we fold clothes in our drawers and it makes it so much easier to like see everything we own the way you fold it. So that way you can, you're presented with like what you have right there. You're not like lifting up shirts to see what's under what. So I'm thankful for finding strategies and methods of keeping our stuff in a way that kind of is aesthetically pleasing to the eye and simplifies how we get dressed in the morning. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is a process when 
doing laundry to fold that way. It takes a little extra time, but to me, it's worth it. It's worth it when we have to pack to go somewhere and I can you know, throw something and it doesn't take up that much room in a suitcase. You and I can share a suitcase. We share a suitcase damn near every trip that we do because we fold the way that we fold, but we also know what we need to know and, and we, we pack pretty minimally anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just that work that we do into laundry, and I don't know if this is a good segue to laundry or if we still have a couple of revelations on on, um, just clothing in general that we want to have, but like, it starts with the laundry for me. And and for me, I do one load. Like, I I throw all my clothes in in one load of of laundry and and then I just fold them at the end. Yeah. So there's there's no sorting, there's no whites and then colors and then reds or whatever. Do people still do that? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. I don't. I'm here to tell you that you don't need to do that. <laughs> now, if you're buying something like that could potentially bleed like a, a red or something like that, maybe you want to do the first wash by itself. But usually after that, it's it's fine and you can just mix them all together. But use cold water. Water. I was going to say we use cold water. We always we use cold water, never hot water. And then just a low or medium spin cycle. Yeah. And and then low to medium heat on the, the dryer, never high heat. You know, it's... Not necessarily, and some clothes need to hang. Yeah, and I do laundry once a week. That's the rhythm that works for me. I know there's some people that do laundry every day, and that works for them, and there's some people that may do it once a month. For me, which works for our lifestyle, is once a week, because I also do my clothes with Lucille. Like We have, we use one of our laundry baskets as our hamper, because I, I'm like, what's the point of having a hamper when I'm going to put it in the laundry basket anyway? So I'm like, just going to use the laundry basket as my hamper. So as soon as like the basket's just getting about full, like I'll do a load. So it turns out to be once a week and that's really manageable for me. And um, I don't know about you. You're about the same, I would say. I'm probably about every, every two weeks, probably. I, I tend to wear the same clothes multiple times during the week. So I don't generate a lot of laundry. Mm hmm. So yeah, I'm probably 10 days to, to 14 days and I wear a bathing suit a lot too. So I don't wear underwear all that often. So I'm not like <laughs> scrounging for, for underwear That's or anything like that. one way to like simplify that. your yeah. laundry game. Stop um, wearing underwear. <laughs> yeah. Well, you shouldn't wear underwear. There's a lot of, there's a lot of research out there to say that you shouldn't be wearing. I'm going to have to bridges. read this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a believer yet, but there's I'm willing a lot to of try. good reasoning behind it. I don't. <laughs> that's for another podcast but yeah <laughs> when i wear pants and jeans I, I i wear underwear i i need to feel a little supported but oh yeah. okay that's yeah. what we thought but i might change who knows <laughs> i was gonna say most of the time when my basket's full it's from lucille more than me because i'll rock like the same pants over and over and over again i don't know about anybody else but like when it comes to jeans and like athleisure wear like i don't wash it right after like my- you're not actually supposed to wash jeans at all that makes sense, but I, I think still the do I think it, the like, CEO of Levi's or one of those was, was was like basically he's like I don't wash my jeans and yeah. there's a there's a reason why I forget what it was but here I I need to I need to stop making these blanket statements <laughs> without having any research behind it. but I did read about it I, and and it was just interesting why and, and it's you know about the fabric and stuff like that but mm. yeah, jeans don't really need to be washed all that often yeah unless you're running or rolling around in the mud or you get a stain on it then yeah wash them but like for the yeah. most part you don't need to wash your jeans well that's another revelation they don't um, stink i feel for me i rewear a lot of things i don't wash them every time i wear them like even tank tops or shirts like i find that 
Like, of course, if I get like really muddy or whatever, yeah, if I get happened, sweaty in it or something, but I feel yeah, like I'm yeah. not. It's not really happening in my day to day. Even going outside and playing with Lucille, that I can hang it back up, and I'm like, okay, like I'm okay with that. I'm not one of those people that I'm like, I need to clean things all the time. It's like. No, I wore it. It looks great. I'm going to hang it back up. And that kind of simplifies the laundry too, because there's sometimes where Mm -hmm. I might do it every two weeks because maybe I didn't generate as much laundry as I thought. Like on a consistent basis, I'm cleaning underwear most of the time and maybe some bras, but I have found that I think when you own less, you, you take care of it better. And also you find that some of the habits maybe that were instilled in you as a kid, like I don't have to throw this in the hamper after every time I wear no. it. Like I used to do that as a kid because I would sweat and run. And sure, play. sure. But as an adult, I'm Absolutely. like, I'm not spilling spaghetti sauce all over myself and eating sloppy joes at lunch. You know what I mean? It's like our our lifestyle has shifted so much. You so ate it's sloppy like, joes at lunch? <laughs> I ate them at the babysitter's house. Okay. <laughs> I did. I was just hoping you didn't eat the school sloppy joes. Uh, no, thanks. Um, but yeah, I have found that like just preserving your clothes and not washing them every single time that a hundred percent simplifies the it laundry. Does, and it does. It also increases the longevity of your clothes. The, the more you wash them, the, the looser they get, you know, over time because of the constant spin cycle and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it's actually a good thing to not wash your clothes every time. Mm. Okay. Something else. Um, that was a revelation when simplifying my clothing was... Oh, back to the clothing thing. I, yeah. I, well, I skipped I, right into the laundry. No, but I think they ebb and flow together so we can weave in and out because they go together. Bobbing and weaving, baby. They're, they're married together, right? Um, I think when I've ever been like not sure if I wanted to let go of something, and I had this revelation with kitchen things too, it was like if I wasn't sure whether or not to let it go, I'm going to try it on and like wear it that day. I'm going to see how I feel on it. Mm-hmm. Do How do I feel? Am I going to rock it that day? Do I even want to wear it? And if the immediate answer is like, nah, not really, or it wasn't like a hell yes, I'm just, I put it in the donation bag right away. So I think instead of just looking at it and be like, eh, I'm not sure I'm hanging it back up. I'm like, no, let's get this bitch out. I'm going to put it on now. See how I feel. Yeah. And usually the answer, if I'm hesitating to put it on, it's probably because I've been wanting to let it go. I just haven't done that act of putting it in a bag, which is another thing. Keep a freaking bag in your closet for any time you like want to donate something. It's right there. You can put it out of sight, mm-hmm. out of mind and not be like reveling in your indecision if yeah. I need to get rid of it or if not, because I have not regretted one thing I got rid of and put that in that bag. I don't remember it. I no. don't think about it. So I think that could be another good way to simplify the wardrobe is just keeping something in your closet to put it in out of sight, mm-hmm. out of mind. So that way. It's less to think about and dwell on. Yeah. And another trick that, and I know we've talked about this in the past in some of our wardrobe episodes is turning all your hangers, you know, your clothes around where your hangers are facing the other way. And then when you wear that piece of clothing, you turn the hanger the normal way. After six months, if you still have hangers facing the wrong way, then eh, maybe it wasn't meant to be. And (laughs) you can then put those clothes in that bag, take that bag to get donated, make sure you get a receipt. Because you can write it off on your taxes. Thank you, Nicholas. <laughs> All right, I, I have one just more. Just those, those little tidbits help. No, I like it. I had um, actually two more. How are we doing on time, babe? But we don't have a time limit on this podcast. I know. We, we just... make the rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, versatility is key. I want my wardrobe to be open-ended. I want pieces to be able to go with anything I wear. 
So for me, it's like home life slash date night life slash hiking adventures slash park slash playing. They all kind of coincide together. And I'm then really confident in rocking that and not feeling like, oh, I should probably dress up more for date nights. It's like, no, it's, I can put on some like black jeans, keep the same tank on and like rock a little cardigan, maybe put on a little bit more eye makeup mm-hmm, if I want to. Mm-hmm. And I found that when I'm able to make all of my my items just more versatile it's it means that i get to keep less too it's not like certain clothes are for certain things so it makes just matching mismatch whatever like assembling an outfit like to me so much easier and wait it just brings more ease when i get ready for anything my day for any event it just feels better hence the reason why i wear bathing suits because It can be out there for business and they are, they are very plain bathing suits, but you can be out there for business and you may want to jump in a lake that you're passing by. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Versatile. Versatile. And, um, something I forgot to mention, I know in the past previous episodes, I talked about how like before you purge anything, think about the purpose. And for me, I was like the purpose of my clothes, just like taking inventory of like, what does your life look like? I think the purpose of your clothes should be to facilitate the life you want to lead. For us, it's like we're hiking, we're walking, we're going to parks, we're doing adventures. We might be home a lot. We might be doing activities outside on the driveway, drawing with chalk, having picnics. Um, I'm not attending formal parties. I'm not going to the office. You know, I'm not going anywhere where I'm required to have a dress code. So for me, if you just take inventory of what your day looks like or the life that you're leading, I think it makes it a lot easier to find the purpose in your wardrobe and just to keep focused on that versus all of the special occasion stuff that you're holding on to. And you're like, is that really like 50% of my life? Is that even 20% of my life? Like when I think about weddings and special occasions and things, when I have to get really, really dressed up, it's probably like one percent of my of a year you know right so just getting real i guess transparent and honest with yourself like what is like my, my year look like like i even did a pie chart and it was a great visual for me oh just to see like the purpose of my wardrobe like i'm 40 well, how's your pie chart <laughs> pie chart broken down how um, do you how do you pie your clothes there is, jilly this is all it was just like all like estimation but i put that I would say 40% of my time I'm at home and the other 40% were out like doing adventures, park errands, exploration, travel. And then I said 3% of my time is probably doing a special event. Maybe that's probably being gracious. And then, yeah, you're being a little, little, yeah, again. And then 17% I said was maybe like, maybe I'd like to dress up for wineries or date nights and get a little bit fancier. But for the most part, like 80% of my time is either at home or at like parks and doing things outside. So when you see that visual, like I'm a big visual person, it just makes like it simplifies like curating your wardrobe to match your life, in my opinion. Yeah, whatever, uh, whatever works to to get you that next step. Yeah. Don't mind me just doing pie charts as I drink my morning coffee. It was yeah. really fun. I bet it was. <laughs> I'm like calculating percentages. I'm like, all right, if I do it two days a year, <laughs> I know, right? Man, you really do into that. I did. It was fun. Awesome. But yeah, that's, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and I'm sure we mentioned this in previous wardrobe episodes. If you haven't listened to them, we've done a couple simplified wardrobe episodes, which I'm sure have some nuances yeah. on it because our seasons of life were different. But using the furniture that you have as boundaries 
like not going above and beyond that. Like if you have one dresser, use that as a limit. Like that's as much clothing Mm, as I can have or like whatever your closet size is, that's how much clothing I'm going to use. So I think using the furniture you have as a boundary for if you feel like you might be out of control with how much clothes you have can be really helpful too. At least they were, especially for me when we had to share a very small closet. Yeah. We really were forced to embrace a minimal wardrobe just because of storage purposes, you know? So I learned a lot of lessons from that closet. Thank you. Small closet. Yeah. Now we have a closet that we can't even fill, which is fine. I don't want to fill it. No, it's fine the way that it is. I love it. Yeah. I hang my hats in there. Put my office in there if need be. You probably could. (laughs) Lucille could have a sleepover in there. It's pretty epic. Yeah. No, that's good stuff, though. I think we we covered a lot there. I guess it's time for us to dive into some resources there, Jilly. Yes. All right. You got a book that you're I, you're busting yeah. out here just so people can get the visual. Mm. One day we'll go to video, maybe. I, I keep telling. I was just, um, I had a podcast conversation with um, Lindsay, who I'm excited for us when we release that episode, but I was telling her how she was so good like doing Instagram lives. I'm like, you are really like a natural at like being on camera and, you know, being in front of the video and all that. And I was like, I told Nick, if we're ever doing video, we're going to have to make Muppets. And she's like, oh my God, can you please do that? And I was like, watch your listenership go up like really high just because of the Muppets. It's going to be a lot of work. Nothing to do with us. Yeah, I know. Right. Time commitments. Oh, okay. But anyway, So I have this amazing book called Minimalism for Families by Zoe Kim, and it sits on my shelf because I pull it down from time to time as like just reminders, but I thought this would be helpful for anyone who was looking for specific strategies to kind of like get through the process of like trying out a smaller wardrobe. And you brought up one of them, Nick, the reverse hanger method she had. Yeah. So the goal is to make it easy. So what Nick said is you place all your hangers facing the same direction. After you've worn the item and you put it back on its hanger, you place the hanger on the rod in the opposite direction of all the other hangers. At the end of the season, you'll see exactly what you've worn and then what you can donate. So I think that's a really easy way. Um, Another way she has in here is called the last 14 experiment. Remove everything you have worn in the last two weeks from your drawers and closet. Box up the remaining items and put the box out of sight. Mm. Wait to see if you miss any of these items in the next 30 days. I'm embarrassed to say that when I did this years ago, I couldn't even remember some of the clothes I had in the box. This method has helped me simplify many areas of my home, including my bath and beauty products. I think that's a good way to dip your toe into to simplifying your wardrobe because I, 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 I kind of like, if you want to call it cold turkey and like just put it in a bag and ship it out and it's gone or throw it in the garbage and then it's gone on Friday, you know? But for those people who are like, maybe I want to hold on to this or maybe have sentimental value or something like that, put it in that box and then, you know, see if, if you miss it or whatever. And then if not, you can kindly let it go. Yeah. Uh, Good stepping stone there. I like that one. I think so. Um, I'll share one more. She had the thankful thread challenge. This is a challenge to give some of your clothes away to charities or shelters. Sorry, the page. Jesus. (laughs) It's a great way to declutter your wardrobe while growing your sense of gratitude. It has helped shift my kids' focus from having to giving. You can read more about it on her blog, and then she gives that. But um, And then one she didn't have in there that I've done was the 10 by 10 challenge. Mm. 
where you choose 10 articles of clothing only and you wear them, I think it was like for two weeks and just see all the versatility and what comes up after you wear those 10 items over and over again in various ways. It makes you like realize that I can do a lot with a lot less than Mm -hmm. I thought. So I thought that was another good one. But yeah, I wanted just to share them because I know sometimes when you gamify it and make it like a fun challenge or a game, it helps like other family members get involved or friends and have support when you do it. And Hell yeah. it makes it a little bit easier, I think. Awesome. That's a good resource. I, I actually may make that my next book that I'm going to read because I have not read that book. It's a good one. Yeah. Nice. All right, Jilly, what about your quote of the day? Oh, shit. Ah, yeah, you put the book down a little too early. Oh, it's a different thing. I think I have a quote. Hold on. Here. Do you want to put that closer to the microphone so people can hear you turning the pages? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh. I The quote of the day has been delayed due to weather. I I think I forgot to get one. That's just not like me, right? Oh. Well, no quote of the day this week, guys. I'm sorry about that. Folks, Man, I screwed it's all that good. One up. Look for it in the show notes. Jill will I'll find Jill one. will dig one up. You just have to look in the show notes. Go check it out at simplifiedchaos.com. I'll find one. Awesome. Are we um up to date on all our episodes? No, that'll there? happen tomorrow. <laughs> Great job, babe. Yes. I love you. I love you too. Cool. All right. And your take action challenge? Uh, I think it's just take inventory of your clothes and the purpose that they're serving. And then you'll, I'm sure you're, you'll figure out. You know out. what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> awesome. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See you all later.